0: And welcome to another episode of the Screen Stuff Podcast. Screen Stuff Podcast.
1: Why do you do that? Why do I do what?
0: <laughs> okay. I'm here, Elgin, with, with Paul. <laughs> Paul. And today we're going to talk about some some dramas. Uh, Drama? Because we, we talked about comedies last week, so we're going to talk about some dramas. And I,
1: Well, I think s- at least one of the dramas is fairly comedic. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Was, I, would, I would classify it as a dramedy.
0: Okay. Alright, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> so that dramedy is Myrowit Stories, not Files, as I said last week. Myrowit Stories, New And Selected by Noah Bomback. And the the show is David Fincher's Mindhunter, which is on, on Netflix. They're so.
1: both on Netflix. So that's yeah. right. They're
0: both on Netflix. And I have to say Meyerwood Stories, I I'm a little surprised it's on Netflix because it it kinda has that that feel for a fall film like a fall
1: indie yeah movie.
0: like a real film
1: well and yeah. what's interesting too is it's noah bomback yeah who yeah has been around for a while has been kind of an indie movie darling if <laughs> you know one yeah. of those people that yeah. have just been making that style of movie for a sure. long time sure. so you would think someone with that type of name and with these stars in and it, with these stars yeah. in it uh dustin hoffman ben stiller adam sandler however here's the other thing yeah is a lot of times these movies get premiered at sundance or some mm. other film festival mm-hmm. and the people with the deepest pockets often pick them up and those it was, it was are netflix. amazon and netflix yeah. it seems these yeah. days and although so, amazon's running into some problems uh, in the sure harvey, harvey Well, ones, that's, that's a whole different I, yeah, thing. that different has nothing to do with money yeah. but yeah yeah um but, so, uh, my guess is that Bombach I don't, well, I don't know. Do we know? Did he develop this specifically for Netflix? I don't think so.
0: Um, Netflix just bought it, Yeah, right? I think they bought it, and I think the film is in some theaters. So, like, for instance, I believe it's at the Landmark here in Chicago. Okay. Um, so, you, you can't see it on the big screen. It came out the same day as it
1: was on Netflix. But most people are going to just watch it on their TV screen. Because, yeah. like, that yeah. that I think available. That, I think that whole... A simultaneous release on streaming and yeah. in cinemas is not a winning business model. I don't just think in so either. Particular opinion, and I think
0: it's not winning for the filmmaker because, like, yeah. for the Academy purposes, uh, I don't think yeah. they're gonna. Like there's yeah. like an anti Netflix feeling,
1: but was you know? there? Do you think they release it in theaters so that it's at least eligible? Yes, for a theatrical. Okay. Exactly.
0: So I, you know, I, uh, to me, this this particular film is one of the better ones they they've put out, and yeah. so
1: I think it's gonna get that that push. They're, gonna, they're now, gonna try to. My belief is that for maybe some of the younger kids out there who are watching movies on Netflix, mm-hmm. when they see that this is a Netflix release or a Netflix original movie. Mm. To them, it's gonna be like okay. It's, it's I'm gonna go watch movie, it. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. But whereas I think for maybe some of us who lived most of our lives without Netflix, yeah, when a movie is direct released to Netflix, you it get does. That, you
0: get that VOD feeling, yeah, and it, then
1: which kind of brings down the prestige. Yeah, exactly. You know? and yeah. you know, as we know, the Academy is mostly old people. Yeah. So although that's changing, it's changing slowly, but but, but still, yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's. Definitely interesting and kind of surprising when well, I saw this on Netflix. Yeah,
0: I, I totally have to agree. And you know, it's a different strategy than Amazon, which does actually put its films out in theaters for a little right. while before putting it on their streaming. But anyway, which they, I think they, that's why they want some. A, which I think is a better gold. model. Yeah, to they won some gold honest. last yeah. last year because of that.
1: Um, anyway, but okay. So before we talk about this movie any further, uh, we're gonna play you a little clip that features mostly Adam Sandler and. He is singing, although it's not, like, his FNL <laughs> yeah. or his comedy album type of singing, but he is it, singing It's kind of, yeah, it's got that little flavor a little bit. All right. Okay, anyway.
0: Dad, you remember that song I wrote about that guy who worked at your studio who you never remembered his name? His name was Byron, but you called him Myron, three times you called
1: him Myron you heard the other guy say it with a B. Byron, 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 Byron. What does it matter if you look him him in in the the eye? Say it with confidence and look him in the the eye. Don't Don't look at your shoes. Don't look
0: at the 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 sky. Say it with confidence.
1: So well, that was a delightful little little ditty, yeah. Uh, and uh, that gives you some of the flavor of the movie, not exactly, but there are there is at least one or two extended sequences in the film where there's some singing at the piano. Yeah. Um, so I would say that the main protagonist of this film is Danny, played by Adam Sandler. A lot of the you think so. I think he has more screen time than anyone else. That's just my opinion. Matthew has some... So... That's played by Ben Stiller. Right. Well, so the way the movie is structured is that they'll actually show the name of the character, Mm. and then kind of, that'll be the focus of that chunk of the movie. Yeah. And then they'll show the name of another character and do that. And they only do that, I think, with those two characters, the two brothers. I think that's right. Danny and Matthew. Yeah. uh, Played by Adam Sandler and... uh, Ben Stiller respectively so okay so maybe they're co but I would say Adam Sandler still to me has a little bit more he his arc is more yeah pronounced his arc is more pronounced Um, so a lot of people are saying that this is like the best Adam Sandler thing that has ever happened (laughs) <laughs> which maybe lately the bar has been incredibly low because well, I mean
0: he's done these terrible Netflix films yeah and here he is
1: in another Netflix yeah, film yeah but this
0: is like uh you know like punch drunk love kind of level of
1: drama sensitivity or you know I mean, so okay let's talk about that for yeah, a second though. Yeah, yeah so punch drunk love I do agree that it was very much a step up for Adam Sandler it's in different terms of things. doing a different role yeah but i I did have some issues with that character, and that I felt like in punch drunk love he was um I don't know what the right word is not he was written in a way that was not fully believable or mm-hmm. i I just thought he was written in a way like his his character defects were such that. It's he almost seemed like not not like a real person. Okay, I can see um, that. I see what you're saying. I don't know if I agree with it, but I, I, can, yeah, see it. I yeah, can see it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just I thought I thought it was maybe a little too over the top to a certain extent. Not necessarily his performance, but mm. the way that character was mm. written. And this one, he's you know this middle aged guy who yeah. is kind of forever unemployed. Well, he you he, know he which, was
0: a, a house dad.
1: Right, like he, yeah, he, yeah. But my
0: impression that he was the main caregiver to his
1: daughter. True, but one of the things that comes up like repeatedly in he, this movie is yeah. that he's broke and can't is not yeah. willing to or not able to find a job. Yeah, so he's he's in that zone. Yeah, and you know he has this. Really special relationship with his daughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. The reason why I <laughs> why do you laugh it like that? Because I think
0: it's actually pretty sweet.
1: I, I, it's sweet, but it's it's. I think the um, daughters' films suck, but <laughs> it's been it's been done a lot. Okay, it's been done okay. a lot. Okay, All right. You know the the the. Well, go figure. There's a lot of daughters and fathers. There's a there's a <laughs> there. hard, hard on his luck father okay. with with All like right. a really but but has you know. The, the most redeeming quality of this character is, is his relationship with his daughter and his daughter is exceptionally Talented sweet or and something. beautiful yeah. or whatever. Okay. I, I don't know. I just, uh, right, I just right. feel like that, 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 that type of dynamic has showed up a lot more in the last. Okay. I mean, you, you, know.
0: you just jogged my memory. There's, there's, there was another Netflix film that just came out called Wheelman. Okay. And, it starts. It stars Frank Grillo. It's 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 a yeah. it's like a thriller, but yeah. that also features him sure. with yeah. a kind of sense young
1: daughter that he right. has a special issue with, and that's right. kind of like the redeeming thing for him. Sure, yeah. We've seen that. Yeah. We've seen Ryan Reynolds do that in the movie. We've seen yeah. Ben Affleck do that. Yeah. In the movie. I mean, it's yeah. just yeah. it's just something that. Again, there's nothing wrong with it because I think it's a very effective tool, especially seeing like and she's usually like precocious, yeah, and so kind pre- of like yeah. very, um, yeah. I don't know, something special about her, something I special think. and yeah. almost I don't want to say faultless, but y- yeah, almost too perfect sometimes. Y- yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I understand that. I, I totally, I totally get why that happens because I think it's just like it's a great device. It's a great way to show uh, a side of somebody, you know. Okay, but okay. I'm not. I don't want to talk about it anymore. But so that's Adam Sandler's character, and then yeah. we've got we've got the Ben Stiller character, Matthew. Yeah, he's the uber successful. He's he's flush with cash, and he struck out on his own business. Struck out his own business. Yeah. Um, is very yeah. proud of that. Feels like his family doesn't care about that. He doesn't live. In New York with the rest of his family. Mm -hmm. He lives on the West Coast Mm -hmm. um, and has kind of a strained relationship with his own child. Or I don't know if strained, but a little more distant.
0: Yeah. Which Uh, is maybe not surprising
1: given his relationship with his father, played by Dustin Hoffman. And I would say that would be the other main character is Dustin Hoffman, who plays the patriarch. Um, And he's uh, an artist. Harold He He's a sculptor. But is past his prime, but definitely has a chip on his shoulder about kind of where his work fits in. Yeah, in the and he landscape was of, clearly
0: friends with some of the other influential or fame more famous sculptors or artists of, hi- of who have his. Have gone time. to surpass him, yeah. And yeah. Who, who you know, one played by Judd Hirsch, and yes, he he's having a show at uh, right. the Whitney or somewhere like that. I don't know if there's a modern uh, anyway. Yeah. And, you know, like they, uh, and but he has a big idea sense of himself which doesn't really seem right. to map on the reality
1: and then there are two female characters well, i guess three yeah, that, yeah. Uh, generally are there i feel like to support the male characters for whatever that's worth we have grace van patten who plays eliza that's adam sandler's daughter's character mm-hmm. uh then we have elizabeth marvel who plays jean She's the sister so she's the third sibling mm-hmm. in the Meyerowitz family. Yep. And they've got Emma Thompson who plays Maureen who is Dustin Hoffman's second wife or, or third wife third or wife or, but yeah. current, current wife current yeah. lover yeah, yeah. Uh, but not the parents to the three adult children. That's right. So that's kind of the lay of the land.
0: Yeah. It's 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 a uh not on not <laughs> it might be a Woody Allen film set up you know with these kind of you know family families that are
1: not conventional. Sure. As you know, much whatever. as it reminded me a little bit of Woody Allen as yeah. much of Noah Baumbach's work does. Yeah. It also reminded me a lot of Wes Anderson. Of course. Well, they were collaborators. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and it feels like this is Baumbach's uh, Royal Tenenbaum. <laughs> well to a Stiller being there. And with Ben Stiller, of course, <laughs> playing almost not, the same kind not of Not the exact types of role, yeah. but uh, similar. someone who? Yeah, yeah, the uptight guy. Yeah, the uptight. Guy. The uptight guy, but but yeah.
0: I will say, unlike Tannenbaum's, mm-hmm. uh, this th- this is much more grounded in reality. Sure. I would say the characters seem more real to me than anything. Like, there's always something more whimsical in a, in a Wes Anderson film, sure, uh, sure. including Tannenbaum's. Um, right. Anyway, uh, so you got that set up, and the. Like, the tension is clearly between the father and all the children, two of mm-hmm. whom he ca- almost entirely ignores. And then the other one he tries to have a relationship with, but on his own terms, right? I mean, he, right. with Matthew Stiller's character, Dustin Hoffman, he's dotes on him,
1: wants his attention. Well, it's interesting uh, because he dotes on him, but at the same time, he doesn't dote on him. He so, doesn't really listen to him. Right. So yeah. when Matthew is actually trying to connect with him and tell him about his life... It's as if he doesn't care, but it was done for me in such a way that was almost so over the top slash obvious that I felt like I wanted it to be, I don't know if even subtle is the right word, but, Mm. but you know, like that, there's this one scene where they're at lunch together and Dustin Hoffman's character clearly is not listening to him. He's Mm self-absorbed. Um, you know, he's really, um, being obnoxious in terms of the way like the whole money situation and who's paying for the meal yeah and, uh, listening yeah. to his son yeah but it was done in like such a like like almost like a punch you in the face type of way that as a viewer i was kind of like all right I, I get it i get huh. it you know i didn't come away um, with that okay feeling at all from there but I, I okay uh
0: i mean if anything i would say that that Relationship between he and his children are clearly shown throughout the film. Yeah, in the dr- drama, but also in the way the film's literally cut. There's there's these scenes where they'll yeah. be cut in the middle of someone, one of the kids, usually about to say something. Yeah, and I felt like that was
1: like a punctuation of
0: how the father right. just right. doesn't pay attention to them. It's just yeah. it's just built the, into the film structure. You know,
1: the the scene was mostly done. Yeah, it was just like the last few words. It's like it just cut to the next thing, which I thought was a pretty effective cutting technique yeah i thought it was really effective i hadn't i haven't really seen that a whole lot and also it, it was memorable yeah but it didn't take away from what was happening in that scene and yeah it but, kind I, of, but i thought yeah. to, to me it just set in with how the father is with with yeah. the kids just you know i agree i'm I, done I, with I, you when i'm done with you right i like that device a lot for yeah sure.
0: yeah i thought it worked really well um I, what do you I mean, what do you think of the 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 Jean character? I mean, you know, we can fixate on the the sons. We'll come back to that. But right. what, I, I'm kind of curious about like about her because it's, she's played by Elizabeth Marvel, who plays usually like f- very, very strong women. Yeah, yeah so yeah. she's
1: she plays you know the Secretary of State in... House of Cards. And she's a president in in Homeland. So yeah. we're used to seeing her like these political kind of uh, people in positions of power. Yeah, and then you see her as Jean, who she's very. Um, I, don't, I don't. How would you describe? She's Jean almost president? mousy, kind of, but yeah, like mousy. But
0: she, she she doesn't really exert, yeah. exert herself or, or right. assert herself as rather. She's
1: the me. least emotive of all the siblings. I I, I felt like. The sh- this movie um I, I miss I don't know if Baumbach wrote it himself or or what, but yeah. um it definitely was much more about and he wrote the, it himself yeah, yeah. it's yeah. much more about the men yeah uh, for sure in particular yeah yeah um and so I thought her character was interesting to me she was kind of like, Another version of like maybe the the Gwyneth Paltrow character in Tenenbaum's right. She's mm. kind of like you know mm. like a little bit dour mm-hmm. you know like that sort of thing. Obviously a very different character, yeah. but yeah, um, she didn't have an arc, nor did she really have her own segment of the movie. Yeah, she just wasn't given much. Yeah, like space. both of the brothers were given a title card in the movie, yeah. and she yeah. was not given that. And and. I feel like if you're going to have a third sibling... You should do something. You should give yeah. them equal screen time. So I yeah. thought that was a little bit of a a miss. Yeah, I I,
0: I I have to agree with you on that. Uh, all right, so what do you think about the daughter, then? I I, I thought that, like, going back to your criticism mm-hmm. about that device, the, mm-hmm. the, the the cute daughter or whatever, yeah. the, the excellent daughter. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, she's
1: pretty. She it, was so loving. Yeah,
0: I, I but I thought her films were terrible, and... <laughs> Yeah, and distracting because like they're featuring she, she her naked, naked yeah. and, and, and 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 I'm like, thinking
1: like Adam Sandler, who's playing her father, is watching these topless scenes with his daughter doing yeah. all these sexual things. Yeah, I
0: was kind of like, is this what is yeah. this? And I I thought that was more like Bombac getting his jollies. Actually, I just like I thought that was gratuitous. Well, okay,
1: the last what was the last Bombac movie we talked about was while we're young, while we're young. Yeah, which, again Ben yeah. Stiller, and then it was kind of that the. The millennial generation yeah. and then Bombbox generation, yes. and, and those yes. two coming to a head. And yeah. I feel like, in some ways, the Eliza character playing the daughter represented the millennial. And there was a cameo by Adam Driver, also, mm. in the oh, movie, yeah. who also plays a millennial character. Yeah. He's like the millennial poster child at this point. <laughs> he really um, is. And I, I feel like. Much like how I felt the way in While We're Young, mm. where the two millennial characters mm. seemed much less fleshed out and more caricature Yeah. Yeah. I almost had a similar feeling here, yeah. like that the student film that she's was making yeah, was so over the top. So, yeah, you know, and and Adam Driver's even if those little cameo it was very clear what he was trying to telegraph with that character. Yeah, yeah like yeah. I think he has a very specific view of young people, <laughs> and it, it doesn't seem to be abating at all, yeah. even after his last film. So again, I'm, maybe that's just. We're reading too much into his no, intentions here. No, I, I think it's fair to do that, though. <laughs> so okay, so let's loop back to
0: Sandler and 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 Stiller. I mean, I personally, I really like the Sandler performance a lot. I and, and Stiller's too. Uh, and the reason I like both of them is that they're both doing what what they do, right? Yes, their, their personas are there <laughs> very much. They're but. but but I would say they're doing it a little bit more muted than they normally would, and I think bomb A little bit better. I think yeah. bombback is smart enough a director that, or he's calibrating them to be
1: in his world. How the he, other way around. Yeah, yeah. than
0: the other way around, which I think is good. Like he's taking control and he's reined them in.
1: Yeah. You know? There are a few moments though that I did feel like it was too Adam Sandler was too Adam Sandler-y for my liking. So, <laughs> you know, there were moments where you know he was. Trying to do something would get frustrated and then kind of throw a little tantrum. Like, like parking the Like car, the, the parallel parking yeah, scene. Yeah. I'm just like, all right, all right, all right. Like that's, <laughs> I, I, I that that holi- that's found right. that hilarious, but okay. okay. Yeah, I think... But but, but again, I think um, this is very much a bomb back movie from beginning to end. Mm. It, it it feels like something that he did. Yeah. Which obviously it yeah, was. Yeah, it's got a stamp all over it. His, it's very much a stamp over it. But like... Woody Allen or like other you know Wes Anderson and, and the other filmmakers who are clearly their DNA is kind of spliced in mm-hmm. here in different dysfunctional places dysfunctional families yeah. Yeah, yeah there are certain movies that are better better done better executed and yeah. some that are worse out yeah. for me in terms of Noah bomback movies yeah. this is Probably on the higher end. Yeah, I would agree. The lower end. I yeah. think "While We're Young" is firmly in the middle. Yeah. Um, this uh, is definitely on the higher end. Yeah, it's, I agree. It's not maybe as good as like the squid and the whale or yeah, like some of the other ones. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. But I, I mean, I still enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. The, the my biggest issue is um, I don't think it's anything that memorable or. Like yeah, I don't all think he's
0: saying anything different. For, yeah, from no, What's been done before? Yeah, there's nothing totally fresh. Or right. or there's no statement or some new yeah. angle on something. Like but, I feel like at least yeah. while
1: we're young was trying to show like the generational yeah. divide, yeah, 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 which was kind of an interesting study. Now I I felt like the story for that one kind of fell off the rails after a well, while. Well, the third
0: act fell apart. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah.
1: In this one, I didn't have any issues with the story. I thought the story was fine, but again, it after I watched it, I never thought about it again. Okay. Um, and I liked I liked the performances. I mean, like I thought Dustin Hoffman. Was very Dustin Hoffman did a yeah. very good but yeah. did a very good job as this kind of artist in his twilight years. Mm-hmm. Emma Thompson was fine, but again, completely unmemorable. I thought and interesting. Um, I, I I, obviously, I liked it a lot more than you did. Yeah. Uh,
0: I I did think about it a bit after uh, a lot more than okay. you did afterwards. Okay. I, and I and I liked I really like Sandler because I think you know you if you can rein that that energy in. Uh, you, you can really do some interesting things with, with Well,
1: Sandler's getting older, too, and yeah. he's now playing the dad of mm. a college aged daughter, Yeah, which, yeah. again, that's already a little bit different yeah, from no, what we seeing. That's right. And I think that's, that's a, maybe a good slot for him to kind of explore a little further.
0: And I also liked uh, how the brothers came together and kind of reconciled or like, you know, that they have some, they have their conflict, but then, you know, there's a, there's a resolution to it and i and i have to say i mean i don't have a brother but like it's just like i whenever i see kind of those kind of depictions on screen i
1: i, I there's something about it that warms warms my heart but okay uh, you know uh, okay
0: you know that's more personal
1: than anything right um but i i it, think if you're a bambach fan or even a wes anderson fan and you kind of like that style like yeah. this this is it'll this hit, is fine it'll this hit is fine yeah it'll hit the if mark if you've ever read a jonathan franzen book and you enjoyed it <laughs> you'll enjoy this too you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> I think it, it plays to that audience super well yeah. and it's well done in that way but it's just not remarkable in any way
0: I, I'd have to i have to agree it's not like it's it's like like um, some of it, it, it doesn't surpass anything like Woody Allen's done or even something that they've done that yeah. Bombach's done yeah. or Wes Anderson's done, but, but it, it, it feels like a, it hits the mark for me enough it hits the the mark that, sure. that I'm, I'm happy to have seen it and I think others will get something out of it. Okay. So anyway, so now we'll move on yeah. to something um, completely different, something rather different,
1: <laughs> but yet on Netflix. So yeah. this is a show that debuted in the middle of October um, it's a Netflix series, a 10 episode run. Mm-hmm. Already renewed for a second season. Already renewed for a second season. Yeah. It's so crazy that these things get renewed like yeah, just so instantaneously. Yeah. But well, I they, guess they get the feedback yeah. and they know, right? Um, so It's so weird like someone was saying recently that the crazy thing about this Netflix reality we're in is that we can go from one day a show not existing mm. to the next day someone's seen the entire season of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's yeah, just yeah, yeah. the reality yeah. we're in. Like, this thing that didn't exist before is now, like... Boom. Boom, it's out there Yeah, and there's already a second season, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um. Um, in any case, it stars Jonathan Groff um, and, as we mentioned a little bit earlier, it follows the FBI's attempt to understand and profile serial killers. I believe it's based on... A, real life. A, a real life yeah. book yeah. that was yep. written. Um, and... Uh, So, in in that sense, it's kind of interesting, but before we talk about it any further, let's uh, listen to, it's a clip, but it's kind of trailer-y, too, but it gives you a sense of of what the show's like. Yep. What are you doing? Just in case. Holden, they're not going to let you in with a sidearm. The guy is six foot nine, weighs 300 pounds. That's right. So what's he going to do? He's going to take the fucking thing away from you. He's going to kill you with it. And then he's going to have sex with your face. Why are you so tense? No, I'm not tense. Okay, so um, like we mentioned, this is a show about um, some FBI agents. Back in the 70s. Back in the 70s, so it's automatically a period piece. Mm. Um, But I feel like they don't really play up the period aspect of it a whole lot.
0: Well, okay, I mean, the only thing that I notice is... The cars, <laughs> well, the cars and the airplane air, air, air a lot flights. of smoking, a lot of smoking, a lot of smoking, smoking, and then uh, these airplanes that they're on. It's yeah, like a like, different era of flying. Yeah, it's TWA. It's very yeah. Once the, you see that, you're like, oh, well, we're not
1: right. here today. And then, and you know, some, but I feel like even the clothing, like the costume design. Yeah, th- it's it's yeah. It's, It's 70s flavored. Yeah. But they don't go full on polyester. No, and it's not like the big lapels or whatever. No, you're right. It's a very muted version of the 70s. No, I agree. Uh, But it's fine. That's not really what the show is about. Yeah.
0: uh, You know, some people have said this is a kind of successor to uh zodiac i don't know if you've seen that from mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah i saw it a long time ago yeah. i don't really remember liking right. it all that right. much although a lot of people keep saying like that's one of the yeah. best films of all zodiac. time like even I don't you know, know
1: son of sam you know that that film that came out i think well, spike lee it, yeah, yeah it was a couple yeah. decades ago yeah um It reminded me a little bit of, um, what else was I thinking of when I was watching this? It just, uh, oh yeah, it reminded me a little bit of Hannibal, a Uh, little bit, or the Silence of the Lambs arc, because again, that's, you're using the mind of a serial killer to to understand how to work and and solve crimes involving other serial killers. Um, They call them sequence killers in Mm. this, because it's before they coined that term, but... It's So, yeah, it definitely plays off a little bit of of that style. Although, the show itself is not really...
0: There's not a lot of... There's no gore, really. The most gore you see in this is actually in the trailer. And also, like, there's a lot of photographs that they sift through that can be gory. Yeah, but there's no actual, like... We see the killer killing. We don't. Yeah. See it's more. It's, it's mostly, not like that. It's, it's much, more,
1: much more psychological. Yeah,
0: the the tension is in these encounters with the FBI and and the killers that are in jail already. Right. So, like one, for example, is played. Um. Well, Ed, is it Ed Kemper, the the one that they go see first? Right. Um. Edmund Kemper, he's played by Cameron Britton. and you know he's just hulking, he's a hulking, hulking man. man. Yeah, he
1: really is a hulking man. Very scary, and uh, he 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 definitely plays that emotionless you know but saying extremely disturbing te- things while being emotionless yeah
0: very well yeah no, you, you know he you,
1: has the glasses and the creepy mustache and you, uh and you see the real ed kemper and yeah. you, they, you you
0: see they got that right look right perfectly um uh but i mean i i like the 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 two leads uh jonathan groff and holt mckel yeah he plays bill tench and then there's a third that they bring in, um, a colleague from academia. Yeah, her uh, name is, it's played by
1: Anna Torv. Yeah. She plays Wendy, Dr. Wendy, Wendy Carr. yeah. Who, when I first saw her, I'm like, Nora? <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> she, she does have she, that Nora she ver- look. She very much has the Nora Dunn look from The Leftovers. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. like, just at, at first glance, I'm like, okay, it's obviously not her. It's yeah. not Carrie Coon, but it has a... She has a she little bit of that look. A little bit of a Carrie Coon vibe yeah. to her at yeah. first glance, which I thought was kind of funny. But, um, so, okay, this is a Netflix series, so I always have to remember to put myself in a slightly different frame of mind, because I feel like with, like, a network pilot, or, mm-hmm. you know, pilots on a traditional service, mm-hmm. they're going to try to, like, punch you in the face in the first episode, to and, get like, you to really, keep watching. like, they yeah. try to do so much. Whereas, yeah. in this one, I thought the pilot was very kind of... Surprisingly low key. Mm-hmm. They don't. You don't really get to know the characters very well no, in the fir- in the pilot that much. Really really. It's just kind of like. It's just very much like the beginning of the first well, act Fincher of the show.
0: directed, I believe, for the, the episode. Yeah.
1: definitely directed that pilot. Yeah, the first two I think were yeah. Fincher. And
0: and I I actually was like, the first
1: two or three episodes, I was like, ah, am I gonna like this? So you, you that's know? exactly what I was gonna say yeah. because. Yeah. Again, I have to remember that this is a Netflix show. Yeah. So they're assuming that you're just going to keep watching this. So yeah. they don't try to do too much early on. Yeah. Which can be good on one hand, but on the other hand, it's kind of like, for example, when I think of Ozark, mm-hmm. like that after that first episode, you're mm. just like, whoa, like it really, mm. that that really does punch you in the face because it's so violent and it's so... And that's like, a Netflix show. Yeah. And that's uh, so, so... I guess what I'm saying is that... It it doesn't necessarily have to be that way, but in yeah. this one they definitely chose the slow bird.
0: Yeah, no, f- for sure. The whole yeah. the whole thing is yeah is 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 quite slow, um, but still interesting. I never really I wasn't really bored ever, but I, I but there were times where I was like, where is this going? In a no. way that uh, something that I uh, would be really into, I wouldn't be thinking that. Yeah. Um, so you so, you watched the whole? I did ten I watched, episodes. Yes.
1: Season? I, I okay. watched
0: it over, I would say,
1: three or four days. Okay. Yeah. I I watched more than half. I I definitely saw at least five episodes. Okay. But a, yeah. about there, I, yeah. I don't think I got yeah. too much past that. Um yeah. So I have to say that I I liked it. Hmm. Um. I thought it was interesting, like you were saying. Yeah. But yeah, especially like after the first couple episodes, I was like, "Is this?" What is this? Well, I mean <laughs> <You know? laughs>
0: there's there's also like this thread that they have that this guy I think and he's in Kansas and
1: Yeah, um, it's he's an ADT uh salesman or representative or technician. Know.
0: Technician and he I'll just tell you right now, spoiler alert, like they he's, never they never resolve anything for first season. Okay. This is all pure setup for second season. Two. Really? Yeah, okay. Yeah, which I was surprised. Like okay. he does nothing really.
1: Because they just show him like in someone's house, inspecting it for a security system, yeah. or yeah. having a weird interaction with the coworker, yeah. or you know, it's yeah. just they do that the rest of the way. Okay, so that actually does not. Okay, yeah, that's and interesting. So, then, okay,
0: so then, so the way this show is structured is you have these interviews with the killers, but then there's also these kind of side stories where they're they're investigating potential killers. Well, because what these two know?
1: agents do is they go around to different local police. Um, I don't know, units, units. or... Yeah, yeah just like local departments. Local departments, yeah. and they basically teach them that, you know it's more about like the psychology of these killers Yeah, trying to understand the killer's perspective. Uh, And I I
0: have to say that's really fascinating to me. Like, I guess it's like, you think that
1: the FBI even did that.
0: Yeah. And and then the fact that there was this surge in these kinds of killers, like you
1: just just take it for granted now because it's part of our popular culture
0: after, after serial
1: killers didn't exist in the way that we understood them at least until that era. Yeah. You know, and, and it wasn't until like high profile, Killers like, you know, the, the Manson murderers yeah. and yeah. Son, yeah. Son of Sam killers and, you know, like... And these these other guys that are featured on the on, Yeah, on the they show. were real-life serial yeah. killers. Um, and it's
0: strange to think that they all arose during the same period and, right. you know... They will have a really, very similar
1: profile. Yeah, it's yeah.
0: really... Like, I, n- I didn't really know enough about this, yeah. so I'm kind
1: of... It's interesting to see. I think that part this. is definitely fascinating. Um, and I think that the show does a good job of, you know kind of parsing that out you know and in one sequence they're talking about like well you know I don't care what their childhood was like what does that matter you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and they're talking about how well you know we're seeing patterns we're establishing those patterns we're helping to so maybe we can either preempt that in younger people
0: to see that or just know to spot that and just yeah you know
1: Um, look and so as they go from town to town inevitably there's these unsolved cases yep. that they're like, well, this happened and can you help us figure it out? So a lot of the screen time is devoted to these side quests. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. If this was a video game. You yeah. are the side quests that, you know, <laughs> that, the, that our heroes embark upon. And yeah. they, they help to solve murders that um, otherwise would not have gone solved using traditional police practices.
0: So what do you think of... You know, the, the three main characters, I would say, like, they also have personal lives, and they're kind of interwoven. Do you find that compelling at all, or do you think that's so, just, like, uh, like, just filler?
1: To me, this show is not, like... So, when I think of, like, Myre, the Myerowitz stories, yeah. right? Yeah. That's very much a, a character-driven type yeah. of, yeah. you know, movie. Yeah. Um, this, it's not character-driven, in mm. my opinion. Okay. I think... The characters certainly have their own side stories. Well, I mean, but, th- but this isn't Law and Order, where you really don't know the characters. No, no. It's, it's, so this, yes, this. The, the characters are more interesting than just like in Law and Order. But the the main kind of thrust is not their personal lives. The main thrust is not their personalities. Sure, those things come into play. Mm. But at least for the episodes that I saw, really, what the show is interested in is. Um, these scenes with the serial killers and solving these crimes mm-hmm. and trying to you know piece things together and that sort of thing like to me the conflict is not because they don't get along or well
0: i think there is some attempt to say that this work is so fascinating and so absorbing to the fbi agents that it does take a toll on the family life. it does so yeah. like yeah so for example uh holden ford you know you as you watch, there's t- tensions grow between he and his girlfriend sure. who, who who they have this kind of meet cute thing at the beginning of the show. Right. And then you can see some of that in Bell Tench's family life. But more the, there's of,
1: definitely tensions with him and his wife. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. Especially there's there's an episode where they go and they have dinner at their house and there's clearly a lot of like subtext in yeah. Yeah. their conversation.
0: Yeah. And then and then finally with um Uh, Wendy Carr's character, you know, you you find that she is lesbian and and, and
1: she... She has to make a very clear choice in the middle of the season about, you know, what she wants versus what... Yeah, whether she's going to stay with her uh, girlfriend, I don't know what, what... I'm not sure what they're... Yeah, relationship is or exactly. be with or be with the FBI full time. Yeah, and she makes yeah. a very deliberate choice. Yeah. Um, in one scene. So,
0: so but I, there was
1: but there was no like emotional weight. Yeah, it. Do you know no, what I mean. No, like,
0: no, 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 there's never were like oh, you know. you're yeah, like oh my gosh, yeah. will she? Won't she? You're yeah. just
1: like it wasn't like you're that. like I saw that coming. and yeah. the show probably wouldn't be what it is if she didn't make that choice. And, yeah, and you know, yeah, like yeah. a lot yeah. of the those things feel inevitable. Yeah, so to me, the compelling part. The most compelling parts is when they're having the interviews with the serial killers. Yeah, I, I even agree. some of the side quests, to be perfectly honest. They're not that interesting. I thought they were just whatever. Yeah. You know. No, I I have to agree with you on that. You know, I mean, sorry that I just said whatever. <laughs> way, but it just happens sometimes. So
0: I mean, do you recommend the show though? Like I, there's some part of me is like, well, you know, if I'd never seen this it wouldn't really have changed my life one way or the other. Like it it, it doesn't it's not so compelling that I'm like, this is a must see thing. But, yeah.
1: So it's, uh, but,
0: but on the other hand, there's like some elements of it that I really yeah. did appreciate. So. Well, it's
1: funny because, you know, Jonathan Groff is well known on Broadway. He's been in some, you know, other shows and things like that. He was in the original theatrical run of Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that there are definitely people who like Jonathan Groff. Mm-hmm. And in this show, I feel like his personality is negligible. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know what I mean? Like, well, okay.
0: As as things go on, you haven't seen the later episodes. Okay, there's, maybe it matters. There, there's more. a little bit more, but I, I will I will agree with you for the most part. It doesn't almost matter. I feel like, like it could have just been it any could have been anybody playing that role. Yeah,
1: which yeah. it's not a slight to Jonathan Groff. I think it's yeah. just the way the character is written. I, I I think you're right. And um, so a part of me feels a little let down by that but yeah. at the same yeah. time yeah. that's not what the show is trying to do and yeah. it still is interesting mm-hmm. so I guess to answer your question um if you're gonna watch the show because of anyone that's in it you might be disappointed but if I, you're I will
0: see Bill, Bill Tench uh, play, play by Holt McCallany, I don't know how to pronounce his mm-hmm.
1: name. I, I thought he was actually really good in that role. As I mean, a, as the older FBI. Everyone's doing a good job. Yeah. But nothing is like, you know, like. Nothing like. No tour de force yeah, type of okay. performances. Yeah. Nothing that's going to like. There's no
0: Anthony Hopkins playing Hannibal Like, No, here. no. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> well, like... actually, maybe the Ed Kemper, the guy who plays Ed Kemper is pretty
1: Yeah, cool, he's but, pretty. Yeah, okay. and so, yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. Maybe the, some of the yeah, serial yeah. killers are, in some cases, more interesting. Yeah. Um,. But it's with that kind of blank canvas that we're working with that yeah. allows you to focus mostly on the work that they're trying to do. Yeah. Which I think is, it's a weird show where it's like, it's really about yeah. the
0: work, right? Yeah. It's, it's kind of this. I, I would recommend it, but just barely. It's kind of sweet. It's, it's, like it's like a weird thing to say. Yeah. And, and, and that sounds terrible when I say it out loud, but that's kind of how I feel about but
1: it. But I I think that that's probably accurate. It's, yeah. it's not a show that's going to rock your world. It's not a show that's going to make you fall in love with any of these actors or characters, really, at all. Yeah. Um, but if you're, I know that some people have a fascination with serial killers yeah. and that whole okay. thing i mean yeah, yeah. this isn't the first or last show about serial killers no, i mean no. even dexter and some other many shows over the top shows all the hannibal related shows yeah. i mean so it's it's an interesting topic um it's pretty like you know everything is serviceable like like even just the look of it it's, it's nice it's pretty good it gets the job done yeah Do you know what i mean but there's nothing about it that's like There's no, like, super highs or super lows. It's just... It kind of just inhabits this middle ground space. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's very... And it it does does it
0: very competently. Let's just say that. And it does. Uh, Yeah,
1: I... I mean, a lot of work was clearly put into the show.
0: Yeah, it it looks good. It's really shot... Like, it's shot well. There's nothing... But you're right. Like, like... Like, the way I think about when I saw the first season of Mr. Robot, which isn't really a fair comparison, but I'm just saying, like, the way I fell in love with a, a TV show like yeah. that, I haven't felt that in a while, and yeah. this show certainly didn't make me feel that. So, No. Um, you know, does, does every show need to do that? No. no it doesn't have to. But, it's yeah. Okay. So, if, you, okay.
1: if you're if you interested in how the FBI came to understand more about serial killers, yeah. this is it's almost kind of like a historical retelling of that which is which is like that sounds so boring (laughs) which does not sound like a ringing endorsement but yet at the same time i wanted to keep watching it yeah so no i
0: I watch all 10 so it tells you something like it kept it kept me going which is not
1: something that always happens no no definitely not Uh, not. so i I think it's kind of a lukewarm endorsement (laughs) maybe yeah i endorse
0: it but like i said just barely so okay uh but like I said, that sounds way worse than it than it is. Like, given how much junk is out there, even in this, yeah. in, in this time of yeah. peak TV, um, you, you could do far, far, far worse than checking this out. And
1: I think Netflix has done a good job of creating pretty high expectations for their shows now. Yeah, that, maybe that's what it is. That if Netflix comes out with, like, a 10-episode series and it's not... To the level of you know Ozark or whatever. Yeah, Ozark was so fun. Yeah, or whatever yeah. other shows that have come out recently. Yeah, it does feel a little bit of a letdown, and and that's a good thing for Netflix. Yeah, but it also means they have a lot to live up to. That's so right. That's right. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I mean, their budget for next year is ridiculous. I know.
0: They're. I just and one. They're, well, they're raising prices too on the consumers. Yeah. So. You know, but if they but if they take that money and keep making good shows, yeah. then I'm okay with it. Yeah, you know? they, I
1: mean, in some ways, they kind of have the Amazon model in that they're not interested in turning a profit; they just want to keep growing and growing and growing. So, um, you know, I was skeptical about some of their original content at first, mm-hmm. but I mean, they just keep they're they're forced to be reckoned with, yeah, really, and uh, I don't know how um, anyone's going to catch up with them either. Yeah, you
0: know, it's just it's only it's going to be interesting the next right. couple years when when Disney makes its own streaming service and uh, and stuff like that. I think
1: Mindhunter will ultimately be kind of one of the more forgotten original programs. I I think you're right. Yeah. But there's going to be another season and it was decent. So check it out for yourself. Check it out for yourself. (laughs) All right. So um, I think that does it for this episode. Um, We'll probably be back in a few weeks. Um, To talk about some new things that we're seeing on screens. Yeah, big
0: and small. So anyway, take care and we'll catch you next time. Bye.